What does the word freedom mean to you? Only you can define it in your life and only you can decide to build the life of freedom and fulfillment you deserve. This is Freedom Mindset Radio. I'm your host, Kurt Mercadante, and we're grateful you're here. So let's talk about a billion dollars. What was the old bare naked lady story? If I had a song, if I had a million dollars, right? Well, today let's talk about if I had a billion dollars. So yesterday on Facebook, a Facebook friend of mine posted something. It was meant to be thought provoking. Should anyone have a billion dollars or should we be able to make unlimited amounts of money? And most of the people reflected a mindset of abundance. Well, sure. If I work for it, if I help a billion people, make a billion dollars. If I create something that changes the world, make a billion dollars. There's nothing wrong with that. But someone put a comment in, and it's a comment I see frequently. It's a comment I get from people here on LinkedIn, on Facebook, on Twitter, whatever it is. And her comment was, it's unreasonable for anyone to have that much money, even if they work like crazy for it. I'll repeat what she said. She said, it's unreasonable for anyone to have that much money, even if they work like crazy for it. My friends, that is the scarcity mindset. Now, I don't blame her because in society, we are bombarded on a minute-by-minute basis with that type of mindset. Earlier, as I record this, earlier this week, I interviewed Randy Gage. You're going to, on my podcast, and uh, you're going to see some videos. Randy Gage is the prosperity factory godfather. We talked a lot about prosperity. We talked a lot about what he calls mind viruses in society, in Hollywood, in our churches, from our parents, from our bosses, right? You look at the villains in the movie. Who are they? They're the evil rich guy. Randy told me a story that once he, he came out and grabbed the newspaper and the headline said, millionaire convicted of murder. And he said, that's interesting. I've never seen a headline that says, poor person convicted of murder. Think about that. He points to Titanic as a thoroughly evil movie. Everyone in that, the multiple levels of the rich people are bad. The rich people are bad. You have to be poor. You have to leave your job in order to be good. And I love the fact that Randy talks about this on our podcast. You're going to see it soon. He talks about it in many of his books, and he is absolutely right. It is called programming, and it starts the minute we're born. It's especially strong and embedded in us the first seven or eight years of our life. But you may be 50, have that programming beat into your head as you go. We wake, we're born into original sin. We are meant to struggle and suffer and be unworthy. I grew up Catholic. I grew up with that Catholic guilt. Hell, when I had anxiety attacks so bad, I was curled up in the fetal position and couldn't even stand the voices of my kids. I felt guilty because I had money. What do I have to feel guilty about? And it was only after I realized that I will never apologize for working hard and making money. And you need to get that mindset as well. We were in London in December. And we were in Herod's. And let me tell you, I've built three profitable businesses. They've all made six figures in year one, including a seven-figure PR and ad agency. I took the risk. I created something. I made it. I will never apologize for a dime that I earn. And I posted on Twitter because, as you know, many of the things you see 
are about prosperity, but I was feeling damn good. And I posted on Twitter that I was having a dry aged steak and a glass of French wine for lunch that I was happy. But of course, someone came in and said, how do you feed your humility here on LinkedIn? I'll talk about building businesses and someone comes in and says, well, you could at least acknowledge your privilege. We want to focus on the fact that we feel guilty and we envy those who have worked hard and made money because it's all about inequality. Now, I'm not going to get into that debate. I will in the future because increasingly, I mean, The Economist, which is not a right-wing magazine, looked into the data of the fact that many of the things that some of the politicians and so-called experts are pointing to in terms of inequality are utter, utter bullshit. We'll save that for another day. But if you wallow in that envy, if you wallow in that guilt, if you wallow in the fact that they have money, therefore they're taking it away from me, guess what? You have turned yourself into a victim. And as I said on many a show, becoming a victim is actually not a victimless crime. Because when you wallow in that, what happens? You're not producing anything for yourself, for your family, for your loved ones, for your community, for society. And perhaps, my friends, that is the real sin. As Randy Gage and I talked about, you know, we're taught that being rich is a sin. And that poverty is a virtue. Maybe it's the other way around. I'm not saying that poor people are bad. But when we sit there and we wallow in it, and we have a toxic attitude that those who have worked hard and made money, whether it's a billion dollars or a trillion dollars, are bad. And we convince ourselves that because they have worked hard and made money, it is taking away from us that, my friends, is a scarcity mindset. And I guarantee the woman who wrote that will never be wealthy unless she wins the lottery. And like so many poor people, people born with a scarcity mindset who win the lottery, who win millions of dollars, she will lose it right away. Because scarcity becomes a learned behavior. And when you are programmed for scarcity, that is your default. The good news is you can reprogram yourself, but it takes a choice. It takes a real want. It takes desire. And it takes realizing that what you're doing now isn't working. My friends, a lot of people will come to me, not just for my coaching programs, but I have become a student of myself. My wife and I have become students of who we are. We do things differently. We homeschool. We do a lot of things differently with our lifestyle because you know what? We don't want to die of cancer. We want to take those steps to make ourselves and our family healthy. We want to truly educate them, which is why we don't allow them in the government schools. Now, you may disagree with it. That's fine. But we have chosen to break free from the matrix. Think for ourselves. Think critically rather than just trusting what the so-called experts tell us, rather than just taking at face value what everyone else, what our crazy aunt or whatever posts on Facebook as gospel. Maybe things are true, maybe they're not, but think critically for yourself. But when we don't, we buy into what Hollywood tells us. Hell, I was just talking to my wife about this. My kids were watching the Muppets. Oh, it's the evil oil baron. Oh, the Lorax. Oh, it's the evil businessman. It's hammered into our heads. And so in many cases, we're fighting a losing battle. It is a tough battle to reprogram yourself, but it takes daily discipline, daily meditations, daily affirmations. It takes withdrawing from the bullshit on Facebook, from the bullshit on Twitter. Yes, 
I'm broadcasting this to you on social media and then I'm going to leave because it's family Friday and I'm going to spend time with my family today. I'm not going to sit there at every waking moment and stare at my phone because I'm bored and because I'm not fulfilled. That breeds toxicity. That allows you in your brain to be fed with bullshit all day and scarcity. That leads to the mindset that says no person should reasonably have that much money because you think that takes away from you. That, my friends, is narcissism. It's victimhood. It's woe is me. I deserve something simply because I was born. My friends, none of us deserve anything. None of us deserve anything. You have to work for it. 